Welcome to the Librarian Influencers Podcast. Each week, our host, Dr. Laura Shinneman, dives deep into school library topics to help you build your skills and take charge of your own professional development. Her mission is to create an environment where librarians flourish and become lifelong learners. Now, on to today's podcast. I'd like to welcome Jen Sturge to the Librarian Influencers Podcast, and she has brought quite a group with her today. It's the award-winning group from last year's National School Library Program of the Year. And so, Jen, welcome back. I know I've had you before on this podcast, and I would just like you to go ahead and introduce your group to us. Okay, thanks, Laura. Um, I would really love to introduce to you all the amazing and incredible librarians from Calvert County Public Schools who were able to join us um, today. And I'm just gonna, real quickly, we have Casey, Christy, Ann, Melanie, Lauren, Michelle, Sally, Mary Brooke, Kathleen, uh, let's see, Crystal Hill, uh, and I, I think Mark Teschner has popped off the call, Chris Angus, Donna Mignardi, and I'm hoping that I didn't miss anyone, but they are all here to share their thoughts and their insights. That's awesome. Okay. And so y'all's district was, you won in a very exciting award. Um, And this is an award that is presented at the national level. So could you go ahead and tell the audience um, about this award that you won? and just a little brief kind of overview of of what it is. Sure, so we won the National School Library Program of the Year Award, which is an award that is given annually through the American Association of School Librarians and is sponsored um, by Follette. And as uh, part of this award, we were recognized at the AASL National Conference and our school district was awarded $10,000, which we plan to use for professional development and for traveling to um, conference um, to learn. So I'm very excited about that. We also got an amazing crystal obelisk, which is on display in the boardroom. So every time there's a board meeting, everyone gets to see our amazing um, award on display. That's exciting, super exciting. So I know like we will link to that award um, in the show notes. So those who are listening, if you want to know a little bit more, if you'll go to larshinneman.com, go to the blog and you'll see the show notes for this and we will link out to that award. And Jen, real quick, tell them um, where your district is, what's the name of the district and where y'all are. So we are Calvert County Public Schools and we are located um, south and east of Washington, D.C. on a peninsula that is bordered by the Chesapeake Bay and the Patuxent River in southern Maryland. Very good. Okay, very exciting. All right. So um, I actually got to serve on this committee over 10 years ago. I mean, it was and when I think back to that time, the amount of work that those districts did, you know, to apply for this, it was intense, I just know. So when I'm thinking about um, trying to encourage people to apply and and to to put the work in that it's going to take, you know, to develop this award packet, what was really the impetus for y'all to to pursue this award? I'll start and then I'll let others jump in. But to me, what I see at the district level is I see 22 people who are doing incredible things in their library. Um, 
And I felt like as we moved forward as a district, it was time to shine the light on the good things that we were doing, especially in terms of equity and diversity. Mm-hmm. And so that sort of, it, it really was a five-year plan. I started thinking about it many years ago and then, you know, four years came and I thought, okay, we should do this. And then as we made changes to our curriculum and as we made changes to our practice, it just became more and more apparent that it was time to apply for the award. And I think that one of the reasons that the award was so timely, first of all, um, we relied heavily on one another as we worked through, you know, the many changes in COVID and all the different technology challenges and talk about, you know, learning, you know, enough technology to be dangerous, right? But not quite enough that you feel confident. And so we just pulled together and Yes, Jen was so supportive and scheduled many times for us to meet, but we kept meeting well beyond the times that she would set for us. And so this, we were very strong before, but our strength now compared to before COVID, it, it brings tears to my eyes because this is not just a group of librarians. This is more like a family. Um, and so we want other librarians to feel the way that we're feeling and to know that they're not alone. Um, and anytime we work together, we're stronger. So I think the timing was amazing. And and generally saw that opportunity and, and took charge and, and, and led that charge. And we're, we're grateful for that. Yeah, well, thanks. I wouldn't have necessarily thought about it being a team building activity. You know, of course you would assume you're already a team, but the, I like how you described that it actually made y'all stronger, um, neat. Okay, anybody else? To kind of piggyback on what Melanie said, I think that the changes that happened because of COVID forced everybody out of their comfort zones. Mm -hmm. And instead of struggling, we realized we were stronger and we had a bigger voice than we even realized before. Good. Thank you, Casey. All right. Well, I know that there are a lot of rewards and you even had a monetary award for this, but let's dig a little bit deeper into this and kind of talk about the benefits um, beyond like what we just talked about, the team building and and highlighting, but what were the benefits to your team overall um, as you applied for this award? One of the things that I saw was as we were putting together our application packet, we were able to see you know, we work in isolation so much. And yes, we have our meetings and we meet together, you know, quite frequently, but we really got to see things that were going on in each other's libraries. Um, In fact, I don't think Joe was able to make it today, but I had no idea that he would teach lessons in full medieval garb, um, that he was wearing a helmet, a knight's helmet and a knight's suit, and he would kick off his research lessons, you know, and, and, so we all got to see little pieces of each other in a way that we hadn't before as we put that application packet together. And I feel like it also made us think a little bit more deeply about things that we maybe had taken for granted, like our public partnership with the public library um, and realized just exactly how special it was, um, what we had here. It also made our libraries very visible because now we were in the spotlight. Okay, anybody else? Um, I'll just add to that. I mean, Jen is right. We we do, um, we're the only librarian in our school. And even though we work as a team, um, day after day, we're just focused on what we're doing. And sometimes we don't even realize what we're doing is unique or, you know, 
um, awesome or whatever. So um, by going through this process, it just made you sort of stop and take a breath and reflect and say, wow, that is pretty cool what I'm doing or what someone else is doing or how we work together. So um, especially coming out of COVID where everybody's exhausted and um, stressed and we're, you know, it just gave us a moment to shine a light on the good and positive things we're doing. Does anybody want to jump in on how their, what their administrator reaction was? Mary Brooke, and I know my principal was on the interview process and she, um, it was, it was nice to hear her kind of praise our, our um, department and our team. And then to hear from an administrator, just to have them share with each other too, because sometimes the library is a focal point of a school, but I think the administrators hearing from each other and getting this recognition, it definitely helps bring us to light and, and, and the value that we add to a school community, our, our community in general. So that was, that was good. This is Christy. Um, and I'll just kind of say again, what kind of along the same lines, what Mary Brooke said, and my principal was like, well, it's about time. Cause you guys do a lot, you know, and he's, I'm lucky that he's very supportive. Um, but he just kind of was like, yeah, like, do they know all the things you guys do just outside of even in your libraries? Like we're all part of the school community in ways that are just like, I just think about all of us that we are coaches, we're class sponsors, we're, we're not just in the library and in your own school, you kind of figure out which is one of the things I think is daunting about being a librarian is like you kind of get to your school and it's like you figure out what's needed and you just fill in, you know, like we all do that. And it's a sort of a such a automatic thing that I agree that we don't even realize how amazing it is. And it was nice to be like, wow, I guess I am doing some stuff. Like, I guess I am making a difference, which we know, but you get kind of isolated and don't really think about it in that way. So to hear them say those things um, and, and recognize it, it was really nice. And that's something I can remember um, when we sat in on some interviews, you know, as the committee, the award committee, the librarians being surprised as they were hearing the compliments, you know, that were coming, because they, they don't often think of just telling you normally, you know, all the, the great things that you're doing, <clears throat> but they, they came up, you know, in these, in the interviews and um, anybody else, is there any kind of comments or compliments, you know, that, you, that kind of surprised you or caught you off guard in a good way? There were a lot of central office people who were still in the interview that just kind of held on and listened to what the kids had to say. And I could see people wiping tears away. <laughs> Oh and I thought that that was just, it was amazing um, the, the difference that some of the librarians, that the kids, we didn't have somebody from every school, but the ones that had a, a student um, talk about their library program, the difference that it made for them in their lives was, it, it really did bring a tear to your eye. We had kids. Oh, sorry, Jen, go ahead. No, I was going to say we had kids from second grade all the way up to seniors in high school who spoke. Okay. And Casey, what were you going to say? Yeah. I was to say when, um, when the award was shared on social media by the county and in local newspapers and things like that, I think the, the response was so positive. So many of the comments and the people sharing, you know, from people at the Board of Education to other teachers to families in our communities just saying, of course, you know, our libraries are amazing and sharing memories of things they learned in their libraries and 
experiences their students had in the libraries. And that really just made me feel very happy. Yeah. And Casey, you both mentioned how we didn't always know what the kids thought. And it's funny because you'll hear kids say, you know, the library is my safe place. The, the library is the place that I look forward to being. The, the library is a place where I can just feel um, comfortable, right? But we hadn't necessarily heard them share their heart. Like um, I know one of the students shared as, as she talked with us about her love of the library and learning and all those things she said after the adults had spoken, she's like, I feel like you're my people. And that was like, for me, that was my goosebump moment in that interview because I thought, I didn't know she felt like that. Just because she said she liked it didn't mean I knew she felt that way, right? So here was the student feeling a sense of belonging in a group of adults who were all, you know, part of the library system or, you know, on the panel. So that was really amazing to see our kids step up and show those leadership roles and really, really bear their feelings in a way that was very brave in my opinion. So good memories of that. Thanks, Melanie. I'd like to kind of just go back to what was already said about why apply and the benefits. So much of it was touched upon and definitely Jen taking the lead and asking us, it wasn't everybody all in every process, but the whole why apply, I feel like it brought an energy, it brought a unity, it brought um, some questioning of what you're doing for each, you know, our individual selves and moved us in a positive direction. And, and, and that whole applying process was part of the benefit of applying because you're working mm-hmm. together, you're sharing, and it wasn't everybody, Jen would at you know, if there was a, um, a particular part that needed to be worked on, you know, she would throw it out there and different people at different points of the process would contribute or so it wasn't it was definitely a divide and conquer, definitely having strong leadership getting us through the process. But as far as um, working together, making us stronger, having ideas, and and I feel like it just, it's a, that ripple effect that keeps going. So we we have this award and of course the accolades are still coming and, and the um, benefits in that. But I feel like then you, you know, like, gosh, we're pretty good. Well, now we need to be better and improving. So. Yeah. I'll, I'll add something. And it's, it has to do with being visible because I think as school libraries, librarians, we try very hard to be visible. I mean, we do our clubs and we join all the teams. And I know like I'm a class sponsor, Christy's a class sponsor. So we do a lot of that. So we're visible. But this just added a little icing on the cake and made us even more visible. Okay, good point, Donna. Well, and I think to add to what Donna said, it's that documentation and that advocacy piece that naturally comes along with the application. Yeah, so speaking of the application, <laughs> it, it is quite a process, you know, to, um, I know, and I think that's part of the part that, that kind of prohibits people from applying because when they see it and they, they think about like, well, how could I do that? So let's talk a little bit about that process. Um, I know Jen, you mentioned earlier that you started thinking about it five years in advance. So tell us a little bit more about that, that planning to apply. Like this wasn't the same year, oh, I saw this award, I'm gonna apply. Um, what, was that, what was that planning like? So that was me thinking about how we could make our libraries more visible and make our 
the importance of what we do more visible to all the stakeholders in the community. And um, as I was thinking about that, I was thinking about how we were updating our curriculum and the, the equity and diversity and um, running our you know, diversity audits and all of the really good things that we were doing. And so I sort of set the goal that um, within three years, we would be ready to apply. And this was just my personal goal. I never said it out loud to anybody. Um, and so just in case, you know, just, just in case. So um, I started thinking and kind of gathering. I had a little folder where I start putting ideas down and gathering information and gathering artifacts and then started thinking about what this could look like and how we could make it a more manageable process. And so um, we use LibGuides or Live Guides, however you say it. Everybody always tells me I'm wrong and I never remember which way is the correct way. Um, and we started to build um, our application as a web page. And so I, I did all the background um, pieces. I got the demographics. I um, figured out all of the things that we were being asked from ALA that could be background information, like our circulation statistics, um, our um, school district demographics, and broke it down by school. And so I was very much that piece of it. And then because we were in the middle of COVID um, and we were working through teams all the time it was pretty handy because we had to record our lessons <laughs> and so it was very easy to ask people to send me the lessons and the newsletters and all the artifacts that we were being asked for um, and to put that into our um, web page for our application um, I asked Donna because she's I'm a really great global thinker I can think and I, I can see the big picture. I'm terrible at the nitty gritty, and I fully admit that. So Donna served as my um, proofreader. She's a librarian at Calvert High, and she went behind me and fixed all of my errors okay. in the libguides. Um, and then everyone sent me their artifacts. And so we kind of put that whole process together until we had a completed application. Um, and I completely fibbed on the due date because I don't like to be the last minute. And so I told everyone this was all due December 1st when it was really January 1st so that we would be done and I, we would have time to just make sure everything looked great before we submitted the application. So really, you know, it just was something that organically grew. And the more we thought about it and the more amazing things that I saw going on, the more I was like, yes, we can do this. Let's put it together. Okay. So that's from like the, the leadership side. So librarians, what was that application process like for y'all? Um, this is Lauren. I know I liked having access to the LibGuide to the application. We all had access to it at one point and I enjoyed that because I could go in and see what was there. And I noticed like a couple things that I could change um, about myself that I was like, oh, well, let me add this or let me take something away. And I just, I noticed a couple of little things too throughout that I could tweak and fix. So that was very helpful to have access and just to see the process as it was being built and to see what was being added was nice. Yeah. I 
will say I'm a pretty organized person. This is Christy. Um, but I, this is my 26th year. And so I had gotten a little lax on some of my, you know, lessons and things. And Jen, I was like, she was like, the lesson, I saw you do the lesson. And I'm like, yeah, but that just, that was just, you know, on the cuff. Like I hadn't written it down. Like it, and it made me go back and be like, okay, yeah, I'm doing all these things. And you can kind of almost go on all the pilot or some days a teacher will just say first period, Hey, third period, can you come do blah? And I would go do it. But having to submit some things made me be like, I need to go back and do a little bit better, go back to my super organized self and do a little bit more uh, making my artifacts, you know, and, and putting them putting them down and writing it up and getting my lessons a little more organized than I used to do in like year. I don't know, one through eight, <laughs> 26. Not so great about it. But it forced me to do that. She's like, people need this to, to be able to to know what you did, you know, other than that you did it through a period. But then there's no, you know, there's no, no artifact. So that was kind of good. And it kind of made me kind of get back to that and realize that, yeah, I need to be a little bit better about that. And and it, that was awesome. And I agree with Lauren with the, the live guide. It was like first when I opened it, I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Like, Jen, like, whoa. I mean, it was just awesome looking at it and then filling in. the. It was almost like a puzzle. Uh -huh. And then every time I go back, I'd be like, oh, so and so put that in or then we put that in. And it was really cool seeing it all come together. And it wasn't as I think at first it was overwhelming. But then as I'm like, oh, yeah, kind of like Jen, that moment, we can do this because we're doing it. So let's just you know, it's it's not as bad as you think when you are all working together. It really was a team effort. Jen, how many people were on on the, your team working on this application? Twenty two plus me, so twenty three. Okay. This is this is Mark. Um, I know when Jen first brought up the whole idea of applying for this, I'm I'm not going to say I was skeptical. Skeptical is not the right word, but I was. Wow, are we really the the best in the country? I I don't know, but. Um, Jen got us to believe that, you know, we are. And when we started to reflect and look at our stuff and um, put things together, um, we started to believe it too. And when we actually won, that was pretty sweet. And um, so I'm just happy that Jen believed in us and got us going on this process because it was so worthwhile. What about like any tips, librarians, like if, if you were talking to a librarian that was thinking about applying for this award, do you have any tips for them as far as like this application process? Go ahead, Millie. This is not the time to be humble. Okay. <laughs> right? We always say, well, you know, that's just what I do. No, our advocacy as librarians right now is so important. You keep hearing these terribly sad stories about you know, librarians' positions being cut. Now is the time to truly, you know, jump in with both feet. And this is one of the things we talked about when we were building the application and truly advocate for the things that we do and all the benefits because, you know, we really weave ourselves within the community. It's not something that's a separate entity that we do. Um, and, and when you do that, um, you know, things become better. You know, more clubs are formed in schools, more community members come and support your school, more parents start to, you know, share in the community about the things that are happening for their child and, and the differences that were made. So if anyone is debating whether or not 
Um, this is something that, you know, they're worthy of. Stop debating and start reflecting because I really think that the humbleness needs to stop and the advocacy, because the advocacy isn't for us. It's like, right? The advocacy is for our children. Mm-hmm. And that's easy, right? There's nothing more important. So that's just something to think about um, as you're considering whether or not you should apply. Answers, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's really hard to, to let yourself shine a light on, on yourself because as librarians, we typically are helpers. Mm-hmm. And so we tend to be in that background, even though we're doing incredible things. And it's a little unnatural for us to say, hey, here we are, look how, what we're doing, you know? Um, so yes, look at what you're doing and apply. Mm-hmm. I mean, in that the same- worst thing that's gonna happen is you're gonna reflect and realize all the great things that you're doing. Sorry, Mark. That's a, and I'm sorry, in, in that same vein of um, shining the light or being worthy or all those things, we don't typically think, oh, well, this is going to be worth recording. You don't, we don't usually on a daily basis record our lessons. Um, that doesn't happen, but we kind of got lucky that during COVID, um, <laughs> we were doing much more of that. And so we had these to go back and look at and say, yeah, you know, this this isn't bad. Um, this is worth sharing. So yeah, to any, as far as advice goes, um, go ahead, record some of, some of your lessons and, um, you know, then you got, then you got some stuff to add. I, I will say just recording your lessons in general, it's a great reflection piece anyhow on practice. And mechanically, LibGuides is a great tool to curate all your stuff. I mean, Jen, Jen gathered and sorted. She was our curator. But LibGuides is a great tool to collaboratively work on a project like this. And I know that, is there a free version of it? Or did y'all have a paid version? We have that. That's how we host our library website. Okay. Okay. So I was even trying to think for people that, you know, couldn't afford it, maybe like a Google site, you know, possibly I- yeah, Google Sites or Wix or Weebly or we just happen to use LibGuides um, for a variety of reasons. <laughs> I was even thinking like Live Binder, you know, possibly yep. that would be a place because they could make it hidden, you know, private if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. So there are, and I, I love that idea because that was really the way to organize everything and you would see what was missing. <laughs> or, right. And we were able to password protect because, um, you know, of course, if we had kids, we had to have permission um, to, to have them. And so we were able to password protect things easily. And it just made sense for us to use it. Okay. So y'all had the whole application process. You know, you gathered all the documentation, you submitted it, and then you get the announcement that you're going to get a site visit. And did they do a site visit during COVID or how did they do that during the COVID time? It was a very long day of Zoom meetings. Ooh, okay. so we were, um, it was actually scheduled for a professional development day. And I believe we started at nine our time and we ended at three, so six hours. Yeah. So that committee, you know, is not going to just take people's word for it, you know, with the documentation that's provided. They're actually going to come virtually, you know, or in person, possibly in the future, like they used to, um, to check on things. And so let's talk a little bit just about 
how did you prepare for that kind of a visit? So that was a logistical thing and that sort of fell to me um, for the most part. And I contacted um, principals, central office administrators, the public library, um, some community members and asked if they would be willing to um, be a part of the site visit. And then the school librarians um, worked to find students who wanted to be a part of it. Um, you know, Christy and Rachel's not able to be on this call. Um, there were quite a few who had students who wrote supporting letters for us um, as well. So we were able to get lots of student voice, even though not all of the students could be on the Zoom call um, that day. And it really was broken into chunks. Um, it was all of the librarians and then like principals and then central office administrators and then community members and then students. And then we all came back together again at the end. So any librarians, if y'all were there um, participating in the Zooms, what, what was that like for y'all? That was really, this is Sally. Um, I really enjoyed that interview process. One of my students volunteered and she was so excited and so enthusiastic. And um, like the other librarians had said, um, it's it was really neat to, to hear her perspective on the library program and how important it was to her and but and and just her willingness to just you know jump in and she didn't have any there weren't any doubts about you know how she felt about the program and and she wasn't intimidated it was a fifth grader she she was the first one to, to talk and oh. she was so excited to share and uh, it was it was a, it was a great day it was wonderful thank you I'll piggyback to that because it was awesome when I was like, oh, gosh, OK, now I got to reach out to kids. You know, we kids were virtual yeah. and I the responses that I got back was like, oh, my God. Yes, Ms. Jenkins, I'll be happy to write or I'll be happy to do it. And I'm a little nervous about being on the ones that actually sat in on the meetings. But it was cool. And what I love was reading the kids letters because it wasn't just about me. I mean, my high school kids wrote about elementary, middle Oh, wow. experiences and you know it all started with my librarian you know <laughs> in kindergarten oh. and it, it was so cool to see how they and then in middle school I had Mr. Teshner and now I have you and one of the, the young ladies was a freshman so I had never met her in person oh. and we connected she and when I saw her it was so crazy because when I saw her this year we like screamed in the middle of the library I was like Shayla is that you you know because he had her mask and I wasn't sure it was her and because we had never actually seen each other in person. And she had emailed me one day and was like, I, you don't know me, but I'm Shayla and I love libraries and we're going to be great friends. And she and I just clicked, but literally over teams because yeah. we never saw each other. Wow. And so she was one that wrote about her other librarians. I'm like, I can't just wait because I know you're going to be amazing too. And it was just the best, like, I don't even know, like this person doesn't even know me, but because my colleagues that came before were so great. She was like, I know you're amazing too. And I was like, oh my God. So just that piece of it. And yeah, them getting on and being so professional the, from the little ones on up to the seniors was like, wow, these kids rock, <laughs> you know, like, and they weren't, it wasn't like, I, don't, I mean, I'm sure they were nervous, but they just blew it out of the water. And it was, a, it was, that was one of my favorite parts. Okay. We could all be there as a group. It was nice. So 
we had the support of each other and we could get ideas from each other um, when we were talking. And so that was, that was really helpful for me to see everybody's face and to have that time to be together. And it was nice that we had the time blocked out at our schools and people knew we were doing something important. So there weren't a lot of interruptions like at the school level. So that was helpful too. Thanks Lynn. So this is Chris. I was just going to say, I think that was actually one of my favorite parts because at the time I was probably um, the newest library up the newest librarian for our district up until this school year. Um, and it really gave me an opportunity. I'm not exactly the most outgoing person or um, the most, you know, getting involved with everything, but it, it allowed me the opportunity to reflect on how much I appreciated the other librarians around me. Um, we did have a lot of extra opportunities because of COVID and the way we were meeting to meet more frequently. Mm -hmm. And, you know, coming from a bigger school district before I came to this school district, I mean, I might've known one or two of my librarians and, and through this process and over, you know, everything that we were doing, I really got to know all the librarians around me and to lean on them and pull information from them. And then this visit gave me the opportunity to kind of celebrate that, to say, you know, we really are, you know, I think Melanie said it earlier, we really are a family. Um, you know, I cherish those times of getting together and being able to talk. And, and it wasn't always just about school stuff. Sometimes, you know, it's just that time to, to get together and have a face to talk to. Mm -hmm. um, and, and again, just being able to also celebrate our leadership. I mean, I think sometimes, you know, Jen does so many things behind the scenes that people don't even realize it gave us the opportunity to say, you know, she deserves it. This is what she's done for us. This is what allows us to do some of the things that we're doing because we get so much support and we have freedom to do a lot of things, especially during COVID times. You know, it was, well, we do have our curriculum, but if something comes up, stop what you're doing and do what you got to do for the kids. Um, so it was really great during the visit to be able to, to let other people know what everybody was doing, how much they were, you know, helping me personally um, in, in all the things that we really do have amazing things going on here. Um, I'll chime in really quickly about the um, site visit that day, the long Zoom meeting. I remember being so nervous about what were we going to talk about, what questions were they going to ask us, and just being, you know, probably couldn't sleep the night before a level of nervous, oh, wow. and it was so much fun. Like, I just remember I had a big smile on my face, and it was so nice to talk to everybody and get to talk about all the amazing things that we were doing and that our whole district was doing, and to get to see all of my friends and fellow librarians getting to celebrate themselves and talk about all the amazing things they're doing. And it was really just such a great day. And by the end, I didn't even feel like it was like an interview. I felt like we just got to have a fun conversation. If I could just add one thing also, this is Anne. Um, and this is back to what Christy was saying. I think this whole process also, like we work in isolation at our schools, but then we meet with, I'm in middle school. So we meet with the middle school librarians, but Christy just really, it was a big aha moment for me that we do build on each other. So everything that elementary does in their libraries with their kids, um, the kids come to my middle school and they are so excited about a certain author or about graphic novels. I can't keep them on the shelf. Uh, and um, I'm promoting our Maryland State um, nominee books right now for the Black Eyed Susan Award. And I say, how many of you participated last year? And all the sixth graders raised their hands yesterday. 
And so it's just so exciting that we're building on each other. And I think by applying for this award and going through this process, it um, I think reinforces that, that um, the love of libraries starts in kindergarten. And it's so cool to see it for many students go throughout to their senior year of high school. Love that. Thanks, Anne. All right, well, Casey and Chris both mentioned the word celebration. Um, so let, let's just talk a little bit about that because, you know, when, when you had your, your site visit, your virtual visit, there were several other school districts or schools around the country, you know, that also were getting visits. And so then you have that wait time, you know, to find out, you know, what, what the results were. So as, well, how did y'all find out the news? You know, what, what was the story behind that? Well, I have to jump in. This is Jen, and I have to tell this story. Um, so we found out, and the day we found out, it was pouring down rain. I had just come from my car. I was soaking wet. My umbrella was like inside out because it was windy. Like I ha had spilled coffee down my front. It was like ridiculous. And my phone was ringing as I walked into my office. And I picked up the phone, and I kind of barked into it digital learning, this is Jen. And on the other end was Kathy Carroll, who was the president of AASL. And she said, hi, Jen, this is Kathy Carroll. And I can't even tell you what my stomach did. Um, it was like this insane, not queasiness, what have you, because we had been told that the decision would be made like by a certain day and we would hear by a certain day. And this was the day. So I kind of like at that moment knew what she was about to say, but in the back of my mind as I'm dripping water all over my office and I'm thinking, I just barked into the phone. She's going to take this all away now. Um, and so she was very gracious and I apologized. You know, I told her my umbrella was inside out. I had coffee down my front and, you know, that whole nine yards. And um, so she let us know that we had won. And then two seconds later, she said, but you can't tell anyone oh. until we do a press release. <laughs> so I asked if I could tell the librarians and she said that I could, but they could not tell anyone for the two weeks. And so I can remember Crystal um, telling me that it was the longest two weeks of her entire life. And I think it actually was a little bit longer than two weeks until they did the press release. Um, and we couldn't say a word and we carried it around inside us for for that entire time yeah. and that was hard <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness so how let me hear about like district celebrations or school celebrations what, what did y'all do to celebrate this news We, um, we were recognized at the board meeting um, and because of COVID, I was only, instead of all of us being allowed to go, um, only a few of us could go. So Lauren um, from Huntington Elementary, Chris from Windy Hill um, Elementary and Joe Embry from Cabot Middle and I um, were able to go into the board meeting um, to be recognized. So that was really exciting. And we had a great celebration at Running Hair Winery, <laughs> which is a nice outdoor gathering area if, um, where we all got together. You had an awesome so a time just to celebrate together, you know, the, all the hard work that you put in. So that is so exciting. And I know typically, you know, there's a, the award ceremony at AASL, but, um, 
who know were y'all able to participate in that in any way or what happened with COVID in that? So we had our plane reservations, we had our hotel reservations, we had everything. We were all going to Salt Lake City. Um, and then Delta happened and um, our district um, made the decision that we there would be no travel, which I, I understand. Um, it was it was a hard decision. And when the deputy superintendent came and told me she was, you know, she was sad. I was sad. We were all sad um, and kind of a little bit heartbroken because we had worked so hard and we're so looking forward to going to AASL. Um, I will say that the that at AASL, um, when they were announcing the awards, um, my friends from the Liliad Project were texting me pictures from the slideshow the whole time that said Calvert County Public Schools. And um, my friend Susan said that they stood up and they screamed like maniacs and the people sitting in front of them said, oh, are you from Calvert County? And they said, no, we just love them because <laughs> they're awesome. <laughs> so um, even though we missed it, I feel like we were there in spirit. Yeah. And hopefully there'll be another time, you know, when you get to have like, like that national celebration, because that's, that's such a big deal. But, um, I just, I want to thank you. Um, somebody want to say something? Sorry. I was going to say, also, we got a full page article with our picture in the paper, which was awesome recognition. And at running hair, it was again, a typical, um, when we got together, everybody just chipped in. We had enough abundance of everything and um, just happy to be with each other and um, celebrate. But the article was um, a nice full page colored ad. And um, so that was, that was fun. Um, I had a lot of different people um, seeing that and commenting and bringing me copies. So Very good. All right. Well, I'm just so, I'm so proud of y'all. I mean, like you put in the work beforehand and then the work through that award and just, just want to commend you for all that you're doing for your kids where you are and knowing, you know, that that also means you're supporting all the faculty, you know, where you are and even the family, you know, in the community. And just thank you for making a difference um, in your area and just know that that difference is going to spread now, you know, nationally as people, you know, learn about the award and, and see your names and, um, I'll, I will ask for any of you that are interested in, in getting followers, you know, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, whatever, if you will um, share, share your social media handles with me, uh, then we'll add those to the show notes as well. Um, and that way our followers can, can be inspired, you know, by the ideas that y'all share and, and the, just the different things that you're doing. And, and again, you know, like one of you had mentioned early on, you didn't really think you were doing something that that was that special, you know, to make you the best in all of America. But the idea is, is that we're sharing and, and there's so many librarians in, in different situations, you know, than yours, some with, with they are the only librarian in their whole district or county, you know, somewhere there's no support in central office. So just when they hear these other ideas because they've only known their own situation, it's just their eyes can, you know, open to new possibilities. So. Thank you for sharing and thank you for being a part of that and helping spread the vision of how school libraries make a difference every day. And we are a necessity um, in our school system um, worldwide, you know, not, not just locally. But, um, thanks, thank you so much for everything that you've done. And I just appreciate all of your time today. Thank you so much for having us. 
Thank you. Thank Thanks. Thank, Thank you. you. I'll have a great day today. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. You too. Bye bye.